this weekend. Join Vision CEO Phil Edwards for Sunday Morning Together. Each week, Phil is joined by pastors from across Australia as they minister to us all. Communion, conversation, encouragement and a smorgasbord of great songs help us focus on God's character and promises. Sunday Morning Together with Phil Edwards on Vision and on demand every Sunday in the free Vision Christian Media app. Think different, live different. V180. So we've never had you on V180 before. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know most people are pretty com- uh, pretty well known with Jimmy Cravity, but can you give us a little bit of a rundown? Sure. A little backstory on me. I'm a recording artist, national recording artist from uh, the USA. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been blessed to be able to... Uh, be on tours and be on amazing records with so many artists in the music industry. Been blessed to be able to open up for Natalie Grant, Jeremy Camp, mm. Mercy Me, David Crowder, uh, Passion, um, so many amazing <laughs> artists. I'm blessed to uh, work in music. I am a follower of Christ. I love God and I love making music that inspires uh the soul that inspires humanity excited for some of the songs that I've been a part of, uh, been a part of a number one song called, you know, my name on a featured song with Tasha Cobbs, which was just re- awarded platinum status here in America oh. for a million unit soul. Congratulations. And, uh, that song. Thank you so much. Yeah. And that song was number one for two years here in America. Wow. Uh, and so excited for, uh, all that, is happening in this next chapter. Um, that's a little bit about me. I love making music. I love green tea. <laughs> I love gardening. Ah, yeah, love it. <laughs> you're one of those talented people, right? You're not only an artist, you're also a record producer, a songwriter. You play instruments. You got your own label and a fashion designer as well. I hear. Yes. What don't you do, Jimmy? Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to play golf, and I don't, um, I don't know how to uh, paint on an oil can. <laughs> yeah, my golf game is. Don't right. worry, me either. I'm terrible yeah. at golf. <laughs> so, what's your favorite thing out of out of all those talents? What's your favorite thing to do? Do you prefer to perform or songwrite or collaborate with other artists, or what? What's your go-to if you could just choose one? I would say to perform as an artist uh, is probably the number one because it encompasses everything. You have to make the song, you have to make the music first, and I think the connection that you have with an audience, uh, what happens in a room when you share a song, when you share a moment, mm. those can be so memorable and nostalgic and timeless. So. I would say uh, performing as an artist, life as an artist is probably top, mm. but it's not top by that much because I absolutely love producing records and I love writing songs as well. Oh, so awesome. You're so talented. Um, we're loving your track, The Last Amen, that you worked on with Matt Redmond. Can you tell us a little bit about that track? Sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, that song, uh, I've, I've known Matt for a while and I've always loved and admired and and really cherished his work and and what he's loved to do uh his contribution in music has been so monumental for me and my faith and so uh we were both living in california and i called him up and said hey could we spend some time writing some songs together we got together in orange county and we wrote this song uh for those that need a reminder of who jesus is 
Uh, I would say that song, The Last Amen. Jesus is in Revelations and he's talking about who he is. He's the beginning, the end, the Alpha Omega. You know, he is the final word. And I felt like these were songs that if I was going to church on a Sunday morning, this is a song that I would love to sing uh, that would help mm. tune my spirit to the frequency of heaven and who Christ mm, is. So good. I love it. And uh, it's such a, a powerful title that you named your album, The Last Amen, as well. Yeah. It's been out for a little while now. Have you had some really good feedback? I had some great feedback on the album. A lot of people are really loving The Last Amen, and they're also loving a song called Battle and Blessing. Mm. And uh, they're also loving the song Poetry as well. And yeah. a lot of uh, people are really, really enjoying the music and, uh, the reason why, you know, you make music as an artist is you want to inspire someone else. You want to help someone else through their day. You want to. The purpose of art is to lift humanity, you know, and yeah. to get us to ponder, to question, to um, think, to be pensive, all of those things. So mm. that's um, there, there's been a great reception uh, on the album so far, and I'm so excited to see uh, how many uh, people the album touches and how deep the roots go and uh, just to continue to see the encouragement. I love that about music that you can put it out, you know, in May and um, it's still touching people and even like three or four years later someone might stumble across it and get touched by that album. It's just so special how God can use music yeah. to reach people like ongoingly like people are still listening to the Beatles now like yep. it's so cool yeah that's so crazy I'm actually in London and I was just at Abbey Road Studios so just oh yeah. no way oh I'm so yeah, jealous the Beatles. oh did you get to did you get to go in the studio and use not it? yet I'm planning on going and working there sometime soon oh. but I just walked by just a, a a tourist for a day and it was really iconic wow that's so special so cool so how did, when you were working on The Last Amen, how did that all come together? Was that like a COVID thing where you were stuck at home and you got into music or have you? is it something you've been sitting on for a long time? Uh, that idea, The Last Amen, is an idea that I've been kind of uh, meditating on, pondering on for quite some time now. Uh, this song, this, this album, The Last Amen, came about as a collection of songs over my journey for the past mm -hmm. year or two. I'm not sure if it's quite... <laughs> COVID um, things, I guess so, <laughs> if it's two years. So, um, but it's been, it's just been one of those things where there's uh, songs that kind of soundtrack your life, where you are, where you want to go, where you've been. And so uh, that's what the last amen is for me. Uh, you take a song like Wonder or a song like Poetry, which is that invitation to, you know, festive celebration. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been one of those things where this album is more of a collection of my ideas and what I've been thinking about musically, mm. song-wise, for the mm. past year and a half. Amazing. And you mentioned poetry. We're big fans of that. We've been playing it for a few years on V180 and still getting um, some great feedback. Can you tell us a bit about poetry and what it's actually all about? Amazing. Well, thank you so much for playing it. And that means so much to me. And I want to thank you and all your listeners for listening to it. Uh, that um, is monumental. Uh, that's one of the most beautiful parts of being a recording artist is having your song 
people that you make it for. And so uh, that's really, really humbling. And I'm super grateful and oh, thankful. Thanks for making for, it. <laughs> uh, you guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the song, uh, the song, inspiration for the song poetry is I was thinking about the story of the prodigal son and how he comes mm. home. And for me, it was that soundtrack of uh, the love of God, you know, the love of um, a protector, the love of the shepherd, the love of a father. And it's this idea that the, the call to spirituality in Christ, the call to fellowship with the spirit and connection with God is really an invitation to feast. Mm. It's really an invitation to dine. It's an invitation to lounge. It's an invitation to connect. And so I wanted to provide a soundtrack for what I thought might be, um, you know, that scene for me when I when I read scriptures, when I read stories like The Prodigal Son, uh, there's a movie that plays in mm-hmm. my head of how it might be. And I think about what the music could feel like and what the music could be like. And I think it's festive. I think it's wild. I think it's uh, energetic. I think it's joyful. I think it's, you know, it's it's this love. It's poetry, you know. It's the idea that the love of God is so poetic. It's so powerful. It's so creative. It's so magical uh, that it's hard for us to take it in. And so... Um, that was the inspiration behind this song. And, you know, some of the lyrics are a little bit more abstract than, um, you know, simple. Uh, this idea, if love wasn't broken, then why'd you yeah. have to try? And I think about, I think about humanity and um, all of our shortcomings mm. where sometimes love wasn't broken, but we had to try and break it. You know, you have that. A uh, beautiful relationship that experiences that first conflict or that first letdown or that first disappointment, and uh, you know the the disappointment or the dismay that comes with it, um, but also the joy um, that forgives, the joy that covers, yeah. uh, the joy that looks over it, and so uh, yeah, it's this just a position is this. Um, call and response. And that's what makes it stronger too. When you go through those struggles and disappointments and you overcome, uh, right. that's what strengthens that love. Sure. Yeah, it really does. Wow. I love that. It means so much more when you explain the meaning behind it. I'm going to go back and have a listen now. So cool. Ah. You mentioned uh, the track, You Know My Name, working with Tasha Cobbs. What was it like working with Tasha and how did that song come together? Sure. Uh, well, Tasha is such an amazing um, artist, and uh, when she was creating this album in 2017, she decided to host like 15 to 20 worship leaders from all around the country, and we made the choir of the album. So we were singing on all of the tracks of the choir, and we were in rehearsal. She asked me, hey, would you be interested in, in singing on this song with me? You know my name, and I said... I would absolutely, absolutely, I would love to. Um, and that song uh, is so mm. genuine. It's so simple. It's such a profound, profound nature in the simplicity of the truth that God knows your name, that he knows who you are, that he's connected with mm. you personally. 
you know, I think about the personality of our spirituality and that Christ identifies with us personally. You know, even when, even when Paul was on the road to Damascus and Jesus didn't say, why are you persecuting my church? He said, why are you persecuting me? Because he identified with his church personally. Mm. And so it's a beautiful thing to sing those words. And it was just a really, really monumental experience. There were so many worship leaders that are doing amazing things throughout the nation uh, that were in that room, you know, Kiara Sheard, um, Anna Golden, um, mm. just so many, uh, uh, Anna Wilson, mm. uh, it was just so many worship leaders that were in the room that it was uh, a beautiful thing for us to be united in harmony around uh worshiping the Lord, which, yeah. you know, it doesn't wow, get much so better than that. When you, when you write your music, where do you get your inspiration from? Like, how do you come up with an idea and how does a song all come together? Sure. Well, I think for me, um, it depends on the, sometimes it mm-hmm. depends on the end goal of a song. Uh, most of the time, the end, I mean, all of the time, the end goal of the song is to inspire the audience to inspire humanity. But sometimes that might look different. That might look like inspiring people that are already um, mm-hmm. that are already in faith in Christ. And so inspiration for them looks mm-hmm. a little different from a person that's watching TV that is looking for a pop melody or something like that. And so ultimately a lot of my inspiration comes from the scriptures and comes from my understanding of God's word and my connection with him through that. A lot of the songs uh, like poetry is out of scripture, uh, um, battle and blessing out of scripture, the waters, which is a song on my album, which is a song about baptism straight out of scripture and how, what baptism means to us as believers. And so uh, inspiration is all around, and uh, it's been one thing that um, is very, you know, inspirational to me that I'm able to see a lot of inspiration in a lot of things that are just mm-hmm. simple or maybe commonplace to others, but some of those things kind of stand out to me, and so the inspiration comes from, mm-hmm. I would say, the Holy Spirit, you know, I think he's there in the conscious. Yeah. In the subconscious too, so just cool. inspiring. Here You've been and there. following Jesus for a long time now. How do you manage to keep your faith fresh and to keep in the Word of God when you have such a busy schedule and there's so much going on? I know sometimes we have uh, dry moments where we struggle to get into the Word of God. How do you keep that going and keep that relationship with God? You know, I guess fresh. Well, I try to always view the spiritual life as adventure, and I try not to make it suburban. Um, I'm not sure if I always do a good job of that. Um, But one thing that helps me is obviously reading some of those that were before us, that um, some of those theologians that paved the way for us now, and then also listening to some um, voices of the day. Uh, that helped to inspire my faith and helped to uh, inspire me to grow closer to God. And I would say definitely praying, opening God's word. Um, I'm also very devoted to the local church. And so uh, 
every Sunday, pretty much, maybe with the exception of about four or five Sundays a year, I am seeking to help uh, serve God's church in a local setting. And so I think that helps also, the you know, receiving the word on a weekly basis, receiving mm. the teachings and the tenets mm. of Christ on a weekly basis. I think that really helps yeah. to keep it fresh. And also um, the community of believers and the community of those around that are open to having discussions that may yeah. be countercultural, that may be counter form. I think the importance of having discussions and being open uh, to uh, constructing beliefs that are congruent yeah. with God's word, you know, and staying true to that, I think, has it really helps yeah. to keep it fresh. It's so important. It's so important in this day and age when you can't talk to, I feel like you can't talk to people about things because you don't want to offend anyone, but then you never actually get into those nitty gritty conversations that help shape your beliefs. And um, yeah, so important. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what's your favorite Bible verse? I like to ask a lot of the artists this. Do you have a Bible verse that's kind of stuck with you your whole life? Wow. Um, I would say, I don't know if I have a favorite Um and let me look it up. I need to reference it because it is. Yeah, right. Take your time. <laughs> Paul, um, the Apostle Paul is on Mars Hill mm-hmm. in Acts 17. And he's talking to, to the people. He's talking with the Epicurean and the Stoic philosophers. And I think it's such a beautiful picture of the church. Mm-hmm. It would be the equivalent of a Sydney or a London or New York mm-hmm. City, or Los mm-hmm. Angeles, or Tokyo. You know, he's in the epicenter of where the action is. And he's talking to them, and he yeah. says one thing about God that I feel like has just uh, really shaped me and inspired me uh, to... Um, it's inspired me to devote my life to Christ through his church. And I would say um, it's um, Acts 17, chap- uh, Acts chapter 17, verse 25. I'll read verse 24, too. Um, but he says, the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything rather he gives rather he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else another translation would say he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything because he gives to man life and breath and all things wow it's got goosebumps that's beautiful thanks jimmy yeah pleasure do you have? Uh, do you need to wrap it up? I just wanted to ask one more question. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, oh no, would this you is mind- You're right. Okay, good. <laughs> would you mind just sharing? Um, I'm also loving your track, Grace After Grace. Um, do you mind telling me a little bit more about that one? Sure. Uh, Grace After Grace is one of those songs where I've thought about the Apostle Paul's writings, where he says, "Shall we?" sin so that grace may increase Mm. may it never be and there's another scripture that says 
where sin did abound, grace did abound mm. much more. And I think of grace as this Vesuvius. I think of grace as this ocean that we cannot exhaust, that we cannot come to the end of. We cannot out God's grace. And to me, that is so yeah. stunning. It's so countercultural. And I feel like, you know, you go to the ocean and the waves are relentless. They're coming again and again and again and again. And I feel like that is the nature of grace. To meet us where we are, to wash us, mm. to make us new, you know, to remove all of the past, to remove the old things and bring us into the new. And so, you know, the bridge says, as far as the east from the west, you traded my worst for your best. And that is the picture of grace that we have in Christ. The Bible says, so far as the east is from the west, so far have I removed your sins from you. And I think it's important for us to grasp grace, to accept the gift of grace that we have in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And I think about that in terms of salvation. You know, salvation is a gift. Uh, it's not because we worked. It's not because we were holy enough. It's not because we were good enough. It was because of grace. And that is something that I always want to keep in mind. That is grace after grace after grace. And even as I look back on my life, there's been challenges. There's been good times. There's been blessings. There's been droughts. There's been times where I felt like, oh, man, I'm making the right decision. There's been times where I know oh, I didn't make the right decision there. There's mm -hmm. been times where it's like, wow, that's amazing. God, thank you for your blessing. But I think when we get to the end of our lives and we look back and we zoom out, We'll be able yeah, to see that it was yeah. grace after grace after grace yeah. after grace. It's after only when grace. you look back, isn't it, that you see that God was there the whole time yeah. in those moments that you thought, "Where is He?" Yeah, yeah, amazing, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um. What's What's next for you? What are you working on for the rest of the year? Oh yeah, I am actually working on a new album right now. <laughs> um, are you? I was hoping you would say that. Yay! Yeah, I just put out an album in May, and I'm working on a new album. I'm really excited about it because uh, it's songs that are inspired by the scriptures, but that lean a little bit more um, for those that are searching, for those that are on the fence, for those sure. that are maybe demographically, maybe they're new to faith or questioning mm -hmm. or not having stepped on the side of faith, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm working on new songs there. I'm planning to possibly come to Australia in December. What? This year? And um, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. So I'm excited. I'm going to um, do some shows uh, in the beginning of next year and do some shows uh, stateside here in America in uh, October, November. And so I mean, I'm excited for what's next, uh, excited for uh, some of the songs I've been working on to start to come out and Really excited for this next Christmas season. I'm working on a Christmas album with my church uh, in Atlanta and just excited for the new music and the new uh, sounds to impact and inspire the world. Wow. So when's the album set to be released? Do you have an idea uh, on that yet? Yes, I have a tentative date in February. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm. Oh, wow. So soon. Yeah, but I'm planning to release some songs. Um, some new songs as we go on. 
um, which I just put out a new song on this past Friday, uh, which was called Glory. And um, it's just talking about how you can have take the ashes mm. and make beauty, how God can take give take the ashes and give you beauty. And mm. in the end, you'll have glory. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the new project. So I'm working on, that's why I'm here. I'm here wow. in London working on my oh, new album. Oh, I'm so excited, Jimmy. And I'm so stoked that you're coming to Australia. We'll definitely have to connect. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to get you for in the sure. studio if you're, if you're in Brisbane at any point. That'd be so awesome. Would love to. Oh, amazing. Oh, thank you. Honestly, thank you so much for your time. It's been so great to chat to you on the show. And um, yeah, thanks for spending some time with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure, Melissa. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.